0: Welcome to ZPM Stargate. I'm Teresa.
1: I'm Lenny. Woo! We got the intro,
0: right? So, what have you been up to lately?
1: Uh, Just working. I'm going to see the Batman on Friday. I was supposed to see it last uh, opening weekend, but tickets were sold out.
0: Oh, you didn't take my advice.
1: No, I did not.
0: Well, that's sad because I saw it opening night in my two special seats.
1: Is it as good as people as as the hype is? Uh, I think so. How's Colin Farrell?
0: Like, I won't spoil it or anything, but Colin oh, Farrell okay. is amazing in all movies.
1: Because <laughs> I've been hearing good things about it. It's good. It's like a good noir. Oh, OK,
0: I don't think that Nolan's Batman was very noir.
1: No, I think Nolan's Batman was his own thing, but I did like it.
0: This is significantly better.
1: You didn't like it, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the first two. The last one, uh, Dark Knight Rises, was okay.
0: You know what it was, maybe. You know, in the Nolan one, where they were like, they're like, it's so gritty and real man. It's just so real. You can feel the realness or whatever. That's try hard. They were trying so hard to make you convinced that it was so real and like. Joker could be a real guy or whatever.
1: Well, look what they just came off of. They came off of Batman and Robin, which was just.
0: I I watched a whole bunch of. Um, it wasn't very good, but I watched a whole bunch of like. Videos about discussing um, Batman and Robin, and like why it wound up going down that road.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's it's because of uh, the second Batman movie.
1: Batman Returns. Hmm really
0: yeah apparently they made like all these kids toys and everything for batman returns because they were like batman's back y'all and he's better than ever and the like tim burton body horror of the penguin
1: oh that's what it was okay
0: and stuff like they were like whoa this is not <laughs> for children this is terrifying
1: i thought it was the scene where you know when he's in the uh in the ball Mm. And like the woman comes up to him and he like, you know, tries to gro- gro- grope her uh, her boob. Ugh. I figured I figured that's what, what it was. And it was like, nope, we're not going for that anymore. Go on. No, but they made Tim Burton um executive producing the third one. Batman Forever.
0: Um, Might be a name only because he came to them with a, I saw an interview with him and he's like, I had my third movie written or like outlined and I brought it in and they were like that. Nah. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not being invited back, am I? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I was I was listening to Caravan of Garbage this morning. They were saying that uh
0: <laughs> you're a weekly yeah. wackadoo, are you?
1: Yeah, they were saying that the uh the catwoman movie, the Halle Berry one, was supposed to be a spin-off of Tim Burton Catwoman, but they're gonna use Michelle Pfeiffer, but they couldn't, you know, but he left the project at the time.
0: But she read the script.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently.
0: She was like, I'm all right.
1: <laughs> yeah, but. Nah, I'm going to see it, though. I'm going to see it Friday.
0: You're going to like it. It's good stuff.
1: I'm I'm waiting to see what they do with the Riddler.
0: Sorry. Like, honestly, they go near stuff. As soon as I hit record on this podcast and the other podcast, they start getting into stuff they haven't even looked at before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's cats.
0: How do they know I hit record? They're like in the DVD thing now. Even watch DVDs. (laughs) guys kittens i was gonna get full-blown cats but these guys were so cute i couldn't resist and now you reap what you so can't you guys just behave for like literally a half an hour (laughs) yeah too much okay so we are talking about the batman you're gonna go see it? it's very good noir thumbs up better than no one in my opinion
1: yeah how was your trip by the way
0: it was awesome cannot wait to do it again yeah yeah the van turned out really well we still have a lot of work to do on it Mm -hmm. uh but when i woke up the first night it was 17 degrees not inside the van in the van it was 50 degrees but outside it wasn't and the carbon monoxide alarm went off i Mm -hmm. didn't realize that that's what it was because i'd bought a smoke alarm and a carbon monoxide alarm when we first bought the van because i was like oh what if a propane heater is not the safest move and we did have our full electrical up so the exhaust fan was not running yeah and turns out um don't do that i mean we're alive obviously so it's fine
1: oh that's great
0: but every see you drive through like every season we left north we the day we went back we were in south carolina at a national park and it was hot i was in shorts and a tank top in the 80s and then when we stopped at night it was in the 30s because that was virginia of course a one state away like just north carolina in between and it went from 85 to 30.
1: oh that must have been fun
0: oh my gosh it's crazy but i recommend everybody do do a variation on this. You don't have to buy a whole van over it, you know? Like, I lucked in... Michael will tell you that we didn't luck into anything. But we really lucked <laughs> into this van. It was relatively low miles, 150,000 for a 30-year-old man. Mm. And uh, sure, we, we yeah, you have to do a lot of repairs on something like that. But, like, it's not like the head gasket was broken or the transmission was bad. Not, all that stuff is good. So it was just, like, a couple Thousand dollars in repairs, and then good to go. Considering that a van already fitted out costs a hundred and thirty thousand dollars, and all in, I'd say we're probably ten thousand dollars.
1: That's pretty good. (laughs) If
0: you're just willing to do it yourself, which is hard, it's hard work, but that's okay. Hey man, what is?
1: You know who else took a trip?
0: (gasps) Oh my god. An unwilling participant. (laughs) It is we watched Stargate season five, episode 15, Summit. Well, I remember this, these two episodes. I obviously didn't remember it well enough because I was still like surprised most of the time and my notes reflect my surprise. Mm -hmm. You know what it is? I remember this is so I'm such a dirty old man. I remember Daniel's arms in this His episode and, and Osiris's outfit. Like how beautiful Osiris is and how beautiful Daniel's arms are.
1: Yeah, because I think he was like lifting weights around this time that uh, Michael Shanks
0: Yeah, well, it yeah. is <laughs> evident. <laughs> and when he sees Sarah later he's like, oh no, I'm like, oh no.
1: I'm going to Leroy Jenkins this. <laughs>
0: Uh, so the cold open is a meeting with Osiris and Zipakna. I forgot about that guy. He's he mm-hmm. remains gross. He's so gross.
1: Super gross. Ooh, uh, the actor or, or maybe Zbacna. it is the
0: actor. There's something about his head that like when he's talking to Osiris, I'm like, girl, get out of there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he does like, come he, off very pervy,
0: like even as a ghoul. In that, in that host, Osiris must be like, there's a bunch of red flags going up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he offers to hire, us, hire Osiris and they are quite insulted. They're like, you're hiring me. That's rich. <laughs> uh, but I call him Zippy for the rest of the, the time here because he's gross and I don't like him. I It's his mouth everything it's so unsettling i'm like i I just i'm so upset whenever i see him i'm like (laughs) uh Uh, so zippy says he's working for anubis and osiris is like oh you don't and she's into that and that's our cold open now the tokra show up uh because they heard about a system lord meet up and want to take them out all at once
1: of course they do because that that was that's the toker for you
0: that is the toker for you and uh why would they do that like logistically like i mean i guess it's like their g20 summit or some shit like that but like you don't go all there's a designated survivor you know what i mean like you can't all just show up
1: well, it's their arrogance. It's their arrogance. They don't. They don't believe anyone else can stop them. So it's all. It's, it's hubris. It's all hubris with the gould.
0: absolute nonsense. Each ghoul can bring a human slave, and they need a human that speaks fluent ghouls.
1: Right? Couldn't find anyone else.
0: <laughs> they're looking around the table. They're like, you know, like you, Daniel. And he's like, mm, I don't know if I'm your top choice. They're like you are your only choice actually
1: you can speak Gould. you're the only one we know
0: and he's like but you knows who i am like he's seen me a lot i don't think he's gonna buy that i'm suddenly his uh servant so they give him like a little poison ring that he can uh memory wipe from the fifth man right still that down and they have special Gould poison I understand where Jack's coming from. Every time the Toker show up and they're like, we've thought of something. He's like, no, absolutely not. Whatever this is. No.
1: Yeah, because there's no plan B. That's why there's always one plan. And that's it. It's all or nothing. If it doesn't work, we kill everybody. And it's they- like, Go on. they have no backup. Pl- no, they have no backup plan. They also don't give
0: out all the information. Every time Jack's like, you guys never give us all the information. They're like, yeah, we do. All right. You're right. We don't. But here is another piece we didn't tell you earlier.
1: (laughs) I mean, it happened one time. Okay. Maybe two, but here's the (laughs) other part.
0: (laughs) Don't get distracted, Jack. We have to busy ourselves with telling you the rest of the story. We should have told you sooner.
1: Well my thing is, all right, you know the toker don't give you all the details. Why not just secretly meet with Jacob and be like, okay, Jacob, so what's the plan?
0: Yeah, Jacob could easily tell them, but I guess like he's like, eh. But nah, (laughs) nah, not doing that. (laughs) Right. Daniel agrees to go, and Sam Dad welcomes them to the planet where they're gonna. Oh, because he's like in deep cover with how does not everybody know? what sam's dad looks like by now like he's always in deep cover with a different Gould, and i'm like how's he doing this
1: are they not like like there's no like there's no like network of like people that are like hey look out for this guy
0: there's a guy out there looking like a man version of sam carter so be on the lookout for a clear relation
1: right they don't wanted posters or anything
0: you know like come on now so he gives the details of the plan. They're going to gas all the system lords with this special poison. Um, Daniel doesn't really like the idea of this because it kills the host. Because when a ghoul dies, it poisons the host.
1: Yeah, but the host at that point, the host is already gone.
0: Right. So that's what Jacob tells him. He's like, "Listen, uh, that's like an eight thousand year old person there. So it's not like there's a big chance there." Although, if I recall from the movies, I guess, you know, if it's in good and en- if the body's in good enough health, it'll just be all right in the end.
1: I guess. I mean, you have the sarcophagus. It's a sarcophagi.
0: Spoilers for that uh, Stargate movie with um, ball in it, but like, I think they liberate him and, and his body's fine and he's had that body for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, what a body indeed. They have good taste, <laughs> those ghouls, I'll tell you that. So, Jacob said they're going to use the chaos to wipe out all the lords. So, like, once all the system lords die, they'll be able to, like, swoop in and... Ca- I mean, this is a really flighty plan, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's really just, like, half-assed.
0: So, if they kill all these system lords, like, ideally, that would definitely leave the the vacuum there. But, like, what's stopping Zippy from, like, rising up and finally getting his, like, gross power thing.
1: What's stopping any like subservient ghoul to rise up and be like, look, I'm I'm ruling now,
0: Right. There could be all kinds of minor deities out there just taking over the galaxy or whatever. Yeah. Zippy's going to send Osiris in his place to speak on behalf of Anubis. They don't let they don't let Daniel know until it's too late that the poison also kills the Jaffa because of the symbiote in the Jaffa. Daniel doesn't care for that.
1: No, of course not.
0: (laughs) Jacob's just like, why don't you go cry to your mama? You know what I mean? We're in a war
1: here, guy. He's like,
0: don't be such a sissy. Sam starts fighting with uh, another ghoul there. I'm sorry, uh, another Tok'ra about uh, Martuf. If he could have been saved when he was shot, like into another host or like whatever the case, like, couldn't you just have saved?
1: Save the host,
0: save the host if you wanted, but you really wanted um, a symbiote more than you wanted to save the host. So she's like accusing
1: Lantash, right?
0: Yeah, Lantash. So she's getting a little accusatory about uh, the toker, like being a little nefarious there. And then we're back with Daniel. He gets the convincing potion onto you, and the Tokra are being invaded. Like somebody narked on somebody. Mm-hmm. And now Zippy over there is coming in hot and heavy.
1: No, I think it was it was Anubis had like caught like one of the tokra spies and he was interrogating him.
0: And he let it up, I feel like. Yeah, but well, maybe he funny. I think he
1: used some They said he used some unusual methods and
0: Oh, they wouldn't say Like what Guantanamo Bay shit he got up to
1: Yeah, right
0: <laughs> Although I, I maintain That if you were to torture me for information I would just tell you whatever you wanted to
1: hear Well, that's true, but that's why That's why they say torture doesn't work Because at some point The person you're torturing is going to be like Alright, I'll tell you anything They'll give you like the social security number if they ask them
0: yeah, but I mean, I'll just uh, if you want my social security number to begin with the number five, now it does. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I'll just put like whatever. I'd be like I'd be like, yeah, I uh, I have here like I don't know what anybody would want out of me. Nothing probably. <laughs> be like, all right, I'll tell you the plot of Batman. And then like just whatever plot I think would be from Batman.
1: Yeah, right. Because they'll tell you anything you want. Because they want they just want the torture to stop.
0: Unbelievable. I can't believe he gave up the real location. I would have been like Dantooine. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, but we know that didn't work. We know that didn't work in Star Wars. I know, but I get it. Leia was like, yeah, I'll just give you whatever you want.
0: But Tarkin was too bad a man to be like, you're oh, trusting. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, right. He was too smart.
0: So the Goulds are all walking in and being announced, which is very nice. I have a little list here. We have uh Bastet, Kali, Ball, Morgan, Oka, OluKun, you, and Osiris. I can't believe there's only s- what seven. I guess seven is all right. Oh,
1: maybe seven is this, that's all that's left.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's true. Uh, the ghouls are being attacked by an unknown uh, force, and Ball hates this, and so does everyone else. They're all like, I don't like any of this. Because everybody's suffering defeats at the hands of their mysterious.
1: <laughs> we are not amused.
0: Yeah, right. They
1: are not <laughs> amused.
0: The Tok'ra bombing continues. There's injuries. Uh, they, uh, Jack and Teal, they leave the, the uh, compound to go see what's out there. And there are just so many soldiers. They're like, ooh, that is... Way too many.
1: You're forgetting one good, one big pop. One of the lieutenants from the cu- a previous couple episodes. That's his first mission.
0: Oh, yeah. That's
1: true. It is. Lieutenant. Uh, what's his name?
0: Lieutenant wants to make an impression. Leaves his mates back to die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lieutenant, I want to be like Jack O'Neill.
0: Oh, honestly. <laughs> There's like way too many. Like Jack looks at that and he's like, that is... That is not promising, right? Uh, Back on the ship, Daniel freaks out because he thinks uh, Osiris is going to recognize him because she walks into the room and like, oh hello. And they were impulsed by that. They were like, Daniel was like, ah. So he doesn't use the (laughs) gas, and I think he should have used the gas. But like later on, his justification for not using the gas. Oh wait, I skipped a page. Did I?
1: Yeah really not oh you're right she walks in but she doesn't give him away
0: right so he doesn't use the gas and like jacob's like on the intel phone he's like coward what are you doing
1: he's on the bluetooth
0: because initially he doesn't release it like as soon as osiris walked in that would have been the perfect time to release the gas because like oh no that one's gonna recognize me i should gas everyone here and then that problem solves itself
1: yeah but he doesn't he doesn't do it because he still has feelings for sarah
0: Could he please talk about like man, Daniel? Why would you even pick Daniel?
1: (laughs) Because he's the only one that can speak who understands the ghoul language. I mean,
0: I would have picked literally anyone else. We're like, can you learn it? Like, try hard. Who else? You to pick? You you pick (laughs) Sam. Sam would learn it relatively good to be able to do whatever. He hardly even used his own gold speaking, you know?
1: True.
0: Uh, I said all future gold, problem- gold problems are because of this, because Daniel doesn't use the gas. <laughs> this
1: is your fault.
0: It is directly related to Daniel not doing this. Uh, the bombing continues, and La- Lantesh, this is when he takes uh, the new guy on as host.
1: Yes because um, they bombed they bombed a the facility and like i guess the scientist dies uh i yeah. was taking care of lantish and he hops into lieutenant uh
0: lieutenant new guy
1: lieutenant new guy
0: <laughs> and osiris recognizes daniel and confronts him uh so it looks like su1 is trapped cyrus has daniel cornered and we are to be continued Mm-hmm. So this is the first part of a two-parter. as Will SG1 get out? Yes. Will Daniel do it? Absolutely not. He will not guess. Oh, what a hip! Although, like, <laughs> I mean, really. So, like, I I watched this, and I'm not considering the next episode into my assessment here, which is, God damn it, Daniel, again, dropping the ball again.
1: One job, Daniel.
0: Look at those arms. You should have been able to hold up the entire situation. Mm -hmm. Always so worried about his girlfriends.
1: Oh, I found out some uh, interesting tidbit. You know, Um, uh, Tannis, the actor playing Tannis. Yes. He is an anesthesiologist now.
0: Is he? (laughs) He Yeah. Yeah,
1: he was like acting. And then he was like, because he said he went to med school and quit med school and started acting. So he was like, once he retired, he was like, you know what? I'm going to be a doctor again. So in 2011, he went to, uh, I think, I think it was, I forget the med school. is a med school. I think UCLA med school in California. Mm-hmm. And he's an anesthesiologist now.
0: Can you imagine if you went in for procedure, like let's say you're getting your gallbladder out or whatever, whatever you need anesthesia for. And and, and it's Tanneth.
1: Tanneth. Or if you're a Highlander fan, it's like, oh my God, you, it's Mythos. I would, it is mythos.
0: I would be like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> it's like, am I going to live?
0: I'd be like, why is a villain in here? Who let a villain yeah. in?
1: <laughs> because before they give you the anesthesia, he comes to talk to you. So could you imagine?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, re- I remember they would put me under. Um, whenever, when you go in for IVF to get the eggs out, they put you under anesthesia. Mm-hmm. So the anesthesiologist would always be like, hello, it's time to do that. You know what's happening yeah could you imagine he comes in if i swear to you i would just i would be like "Ah!"
1: it's like did you put me under already am i dreaming what the hell is this
0: honestly that would be so crazy be like you're gonna videotape this for later dirty (laughs) Dirty butt (laughs) okay so what do we rate in this episode on a part one cliffhanger situation what do we think
1: uh I rate this a four and a half because I like seeing all the old the ghoul system lords.
0: I am going to give it four stars because I it's the introduction of Ball, my boyfriend, my yes. beautiful man. Ugh. Just can't be beat. Can't be beat.
1: And Ball is a, a rather annoying character in the Starkate universe <laughs> to, the, to the SG-1 team.
0: It's you know what? Even when he's torturing Jack in a few episodes. Yeah. He's just so hot. There's just nothing I could do about it. Like he just is it. Mm -hmm. He's my favorite meat ever, not ever, but yeah, no, probably ever. I mean, really ridiculous. Him and Doug Jones. Doug Doug Jones, really? Oh my god, what a terrific human! He's just wonderful and like just like it was so funny because I had met him right after John Dies at the End had come out, and he's in that. He's Mr. North. And he's not in any makeup or anything. he's just
1: him. Oh, so he just looks like Doug Jones.
0: Yeah. And uh, I said, you know, out of all the pictures that you could have him sign, I go, well, there's none from John Dies at the end, huh? And he goes, you, I cannot believe how many people are like, no, John Dies at the end.
1: No, I know. I've met him when he was doing, uh, what was it? Uh, Pan's Labyrinth.
0: Oh my God. He did such beautiful work in that.
1: Yeah. I always say, Hellboy 2 is all the monsters in Guillermo del Toro couldn't put in a labyrinth. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. He's just so good at acting mm-hmm. and like shaping his body and stuff.
1: He's good and he's good in Discovery, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, I
0: don't doubt that. And to emote through all of that makeup is really quite quite something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's a good egg, and that's really fun. He's a fun mean. He's worth every penny.
1: Although I did I did miss David Hyde Pierce as uh, Ape Sapien though. I wish he came back as easy. He was the only, he was only the voice of ABC. Yeah, but I missed that voice cuz I was so used to that voice and then he came in the second one and I was like, you know what? Okay. Salty. I'm salty that they replaced his voice, which is
0: I'm sure was some like uh, corporate interference there. Yeah. Cuz they like to see like they like want famous people to do voiceover work but they're not trained voiceover workers. So like mediocre results
1: in a lot of cases, not in every case, but in many. And they do pay them like higher than the actual voice actors, because, you know,
0: and it's not it's not that big an appeal, in my opinion, because most of the time it's largely aimed at children. So like if you have an Encanto or, or Frozen or whatever, you don't need like a little kid doesn't know Kristen Bell is and nor do they care. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, you know, whether you have like any but like some named guy voice like robert de niro voicing a cartoon or you have danny elfman just do it you know
1: yeah you won't have like jim cummins you have like i don't know bob newhart or something
0: i mean are you gonna try and get like george clooney to revoice batman when you could just have kevin do it it do a better job
1: (laughs) yeah and that's what i never understood about the dc some of the dc properties like Like when they voice Batman, they get like the weirdest people to do Batman. (laughs) He's so good.
0: And like, look, like if you want to make you can even make the case that the best Joker was Mark Hamill, you know?
1: Yeah. But I mean, John DiMaggio did a very good job with uh, Under the Red Hood. That Mm. one was kind of scary, but they use Batman. The Batman they use for, uh, say, like, uh, what was it? It was the one where they go to a parallel Earth. And it was like Stephen Baldwin. And I'm like, (laughs) Stephen Baldwin, Stephen Baldwin.
0: Yeah. Was this a saved Batman where he's like just teaching the good word?
1: I, I know, right? No, but he was actually, I know what you're saying, but he was actual Batman. <laughs> I'm like, is that Stephen Baldwin? Sounds like Stephen Baldwin. Well, that guy's made some real pips
0: in his in his day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All those Baldwin brothers. What a crazy family. Long Island. Typical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Got anything you want to plug or add?
1: uh no that was it i think i used uh i did the uh, antenna thing
0: mm, that was a good one
1: but, yeah
0: i like a fun fact um you can listen to me over on last god standing and you can follow us on twitter i'm sorry follow us on twitter at zpm stargate or email us at gmail or follow us on instagram not that i post there um really twitter is like mainly where you can catch us Uh, Go inside your podcast app and leave us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, And next week, we will do the conclusion of this two-part episode. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye.